Hi, Andrew, and hello, Ingas Nation. You are listening to episode 15 of the CrossFit Ingas podcast, and we're back. <laughs> we are back. It's been an extended time off. Yes, it's been a few months. <laughs> but we're back. Yes. For real this time. We had a little summer vacation, I guess. Yeah, we're going to try and get back on our regular two-week rotation. Yes. Okay. Cool, so what are we talking about today? Uh, starting out with barbells for boobs. All right which is coming up next Saturday, the 27th. And this is our fifth year participating. Sixth. Sixth year participating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've done it every year since we've been open. Yes. Yeah. And uh, some people may not know this, but the first year we did it, um, you were there, you participated. Yeah, right? I, and I wasn't a member you at the time. You were not a member, and so did Chris. Yep, Yep. not a member. And then you guys disappeared for about a year, and we never saw you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then you came back like a year later. Yeah. Yeah. My brother did it too. Your brother did, yeah. He was partners with Chris. Yep. Um, I've got. I've been posting some of the uh, the pictures from that. Yeah. Event. And uh, I've got I've got a few good ones of Chris. Oh boy. But I, I've been a little hesitant to post them because he's a little chunky. Is he beefy? He's, he's pretty beefy in those oh, pictures. Oh yeah. And he also has a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta post them. Okay. Do you think he would mind? Well, no, I, I don't think so. Okay. All right, Chris, you've been warned. It, it's a good throwback. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see these. Yeah. In his beefy days. All right, yeah, so next Saturday. Yes. Um, so we just wanted to, to just kind of highlight um, how people can get involved, both from participating in the, in the event as well as fundraising, just so it's completely clear um, mm-hmm. as we're, because we're, you know, about a week away. <laughs> Um, and, and some people have had to, are still asking questions. Yeah. So if you are if you're going to participate in the workout portion of the event, uh, you have to sign up on our event page. Um, there's there's links on our website. I've been putting them in the website post. There's also a link in our uh, in the in our bio mm-hmm. on our Instagram bio uh, to the website. So you should be able to find all the information. But there's two separate things that you can or need to do. So if you're participating in the event, you have to sign up your team uh, on the event page. Only one person has to sign up, but you need information from, from both people. Right. And if you have issues with that, if you don't know your teammate's email address or whatever, you can sign up yourself and then just send us a message and we can add the other person in. Yeah. Um, and that has to be done by next Thursday, October 25th, 25th. because we're gonna create all the heats on Friday. So we'll put those out on Friday so everyone knows what they are. Yeah. So if you're participating in the workout next Saturday, you have to be signed up by Thursday, October 25th. Right. And um, like you were saying, there are a couple of links on the page. And this is not the barbellsforboobs.org link. Right. The fundraising That's is separate. separate. It's yep. totally separate. Yeah. And you can, do, you can fundraise without doing the workout also. Right. Um, so if you want to fundraise, you can create uh, an individual fundraising page on barbellsforboobs.org. Mm-hmm. Um, so you create your individual page and then make sure that you join our team page. So when you're signing up or even after, you can select a team. Just search for CrossFit Ingas, which should pop up. Um, and then that will put you on our team. And everything that you fundraise towards your individual page will get counted towards our team total. Which is climbing. Impressively. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, right, we were, we were state champs, yep. which is awesome. Um, and we raised about $8,000. Yep. And this year, we are already climbing 
upwards over eleven thousand dollars yeah which is yeah. which is insane yeah um because we we typically do we'll raise some uh at the event as well right we have a raffle so mm-hmm. there's going to be a bunch of great prizes at the raffle um so we'll raise some money there as well and that's you know this is eleven thousand dollars before the event yeah. so it's pretty impressive yeah um when I do have a few shout outs okay. of the people who have been like the big contributors yeah, to those. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, a couple of people. So Allie Willie is over $400. Um, Katie Guffin, who is um, one of the people from CrossFit Mystic, okay. one of those teams, she's over 500 Awesome. Uh, Ed McGlincy is over 500 uh, Nicole Muscarella is over 800 Holy and moly. Then, and then Tamman, <laughs> who's our who's our new rock star fundraiser, yeah. she's over five thousand, which is just unreal. It's insane. Yeah. So she's <laughs> she's killing it. Yeah. Great job, everybody. I feel like everybody's really been, you know, posting it to their Instagram, Facebook, yeah. trying to just get the word out and get people to donate because it's it's an awesome cause. So. Yep. And if you raise uh over 125 dollars or more um you get a free t-shirt yeah from barbells for booze yep and then if you're if you're a part of our team and we win state champs again then you'll get a state champ shirt yeah. which we got last year yeah so make those pages get yep. get donating get donations all right so that's barbells for boobs cool um what's next so we're gonna talk a little bit about um the value of tracking our results exactly um, so starting out with that is, you know, we have our whiteboard where we see those results. We see people's scores, um, their times, um, whether they've RX, scaled, mm-hmm. different weights, you know, modifications that are, that are used, right? Yeah. So we record everything on the whiteboard. Yeah. And that's not, um, that's not specific to us as a gym. Like a lot of CrossFit gyms do this. Right. Um, and it's not so most people will probably think that's like part of the competition aspect that's mm-hmm. not really what it's for mm-hmm. so the the main reason that we do that is one of the key tenets of crossfit is that it's observable measurable and repeatable right. so all the workouts that we do we can we can observe them we can measure them and then and we can repeat them yeah um so let's let's kind of break that down a little yep. bit right so observable basically means like like we can see it right? right we can it's not abstract that's obvious right the measurable part so we know our rep scheme we know the weights that we're doing we know the distance that we're moving those weights and we know the different movements right. so everything is is very measurable mm-hmm. so if you went into like a spin class like that is that's you can't me- you can't necessarily measure what you're doing there right like yeah. you don't know how far you've gone you don't know the force that you're applying on the bike um, maybe you know like the time you went right but right. it's it's not specifically measurable like like our workouts are like if you wanted to get into the granularity of it you could for our workouts you could calculate your power output right, right? so uh, Fran for example mm-hmm. 21 15 9 thrusters and pull-ups so we know the weight on the bar is 95 pounds for guys right we know that we're doing a thruster 45 times in that workout we know the distance that it's traveling. We could measure it, right, from the bottom of, of a squat to overhead. Right, yep. We could measure the distance um, that we're pulling our body weight, chin over the bar, right, from a dead hang to a chin over the bar. Um, and we know the time that it takes us. Right. So we could, we we could, could literally... Break, really break it down. <laughs> you could literally calculate your power output. Right. Um, now, if the, if the reps and the weights and all that are constant, then really the only thing that we care about is the time, right? right. So we can, we can use that time 
to 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 measure our progress right and that's where the repeatable part comes in so we can repeat that same workout x number of months later and then use that as a a mechanism for us to track progress trying to get faster yeah so if you if you if your time goes down then you're getting fitter right right? because everything else is constant your time is improving you're getting fitter Um, and really that's that's like that's what it's about it's giving us a mechanism for us to track progress over time exactly so it's giving us that data yeah you say data or data i say i (laughs) i don't know what i say when i when i was preparing for there's there's been a few examples (laughs) lately where people have like mentioned things that i say differently a little bit like 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 when you check your your resource your resources resource with yeah. A, yeah, with a Z. You say it with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few of those. So now when I was I preparing for those, I was like, is it data or data? I think I, I use it into, I use both, I think, okay. honestly. Right. Data, data. Right. I, I may throw it out. I may use both. Anyways, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, nope, that's all right. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're, we're collecting data. Right. Or data, whatever you prefer. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> the reason that, so we like to do this is that, so people who track numbers typically tend to tend to see better results right. you're going to want to get better right if, if you see it right it's yeah. a it's an accountability yeah. thing right yeah. and so like so you'll appreciate this example so when as a coach right yeah when you when you um when people are rowing on the rowers and you kind of walk behind the rowers to look at the monitors what, yeah what does everyone do? oh they 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 go harder they go harder they are gonna move right? because right? they know that you're looking at their monitor yes Right, so it gives you that little accountability piece. Yeah. Um, another what happens, what happens when we walk away? <laughs> <laughs> it, it probably goes right back down. Yeah, because <laughs> no one's looking anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, when you know someone is looking at your results, you're going to work harder to right. get better results. Um, and so another example. So, <clears throat> say um, you're trying to improve your diet, mm-hmm. right? And you, you know, so you eat like garbage. Okay, total total garbage. <laughs> And you, you want to improve your diet, so you start eating clean, okay? All whole foods, uh, no processed foods, mm-hmm. no sugar, right? Um, if, you have, if you have no idea what your ratio of protein, carbs, and fat are, but you just make that change, um, what, do you think you'll see results? No, right? No, I mean, you will. Well, I mean, yes, you will. You will yes, you will see results. Yeah. Yes. You're going from that to, yes, like, the changing up, up the clean, yes. But, but then, if you... If you then track, you know, what your proteins, carbs, and fats are. I was jumping the gun. Yeah. You were, yeah. <laughs> You'll see better results, right. right, if you know those numbers. Exactly. And if you can track it and if you can, you can make, make, changes mod- make changes. And exactly. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So, again, it's just about gathering that data. Right. Um, and it's not just about time, right? So if you do Fran 95 pounds with pull-ups, right, it's not if, – if someone was to do Fran at 65 pounds, mm-hmm. let's say a guy – because that's what it is for the RX weight for the ladies, right? So maybe next time they're not focused so much on their time, but they're going to be trying to maybe be able to do it at the RX weight. Yeah. Because they've gotten stronger. Right. So, yeah. So let's talk about that, right? Yeah. Like if you're scaling, you can still track your progress. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to be just if you're doing the RX. Right. Like your progress can be in, uh, like you said, like 
you know, increasing your weight yeah. from like a scaled right. weight to an RX weight. Yeah. And maybe your time actually goes down. Yeah. But you're still you're still making progress. You're, still you're making getting progress. stronger. Yeah. Your skills are building. Yep. Yep. Or in or in the Fran example, mm-hmm. um, maybe your pull ups are progressing. Right. So you did jumping pull ups one time, but then you've progressed to um, a banded pull up, and then you've progressed to RX pull ups. Right. right. So that is also progress which you can track over time and which is actually probably a little less obvious than the difference in the time. Right. Right. So unless you're specifically writing that down um, and and keeping track of what you did previously to the Mm -hmm. next time, it's probably a little bit harder to see that progress. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So yeah, so that's important. It's not necessarily just about um, the RX portion of the workout. Like people who scale the workouts uh, should also still track. Right. Um, all right. So let's let's talk about. So that's kind of like why we track. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of things that that we specifically do that help us track. So one of them is benchmark workouts. Right. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So all of our the the workouts that we do, especially in this programming, everything has a name to it. Right. Yep. We know exactly what that workout is. So if you write that down, it'll be easy to, for you to reference back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the other CrossFit workouts, all of the girls have, you know, like Fran and Helen and, and whatnot. So they are, are a good way to measure that progress, right? Yep. yep. Um, yeah, so the names make it, because all of all of the workouts that we program have names, it makes it a little easier to track, yep. especially if you're using um, like an app on your phone. Right. Um, so those benchmark workouts are, they're essentially workouts that are going to be repeated you know, over time. Right. Right. And we, we typically try and we typically end up seeing a benchmark workout maybe once a month or mm-hmm. so. Um, so you're not going to, it's not like we're doing a workout one week and then repeating that workout the next week. Right. It's typically over a number There's of months. time in between. Yeah, yeah. Because we want to be able to give time to, to see that progress. Right. So we will usually see a benchmark workout about once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then again, if you're tracking over time, you can you can go back to what you got previously, and see where you're at. Right. Right. See if you need to make changes. See what see what's going on. Right. Um, and that we can also so it doesn't necessarily have to be just the workouts. You can also apply it to like your strength numbers. Sure. Right. Yep. So you can if you record what your say you know like your three rep max back mm-hmm. squat or what your power clean number is or any any of that right, right? um you could we can use that over time to see if our strength numbers are, are increasing as well right. and also having all of those numbers logged especially in the accessory work that we see those numbers are based off percentages right so if you have them logged it's not a guessing game you know exactly what percentage you're supposed to do yep. and where to build from yep so, so it's going to make that work more effective right because you, you know what you should be basing exactly those percentages off of yeah um all right so how do how do people track results so we have a couple different ways we there's a bunch of different apps like um my wad yep is that what it's called yep that's yeah. the one i use i think i i use that one too <laughs> <laughs> um and um just writing it down if you have a journal right yep. That's kind of the old, yeah, the old school, old school way. Yeah. yeah. Kev Maz. Kev Maz is an old school yep. uh, journal yep. yeah. guy. Allie's into that. She, she journals. Okay. Um, but using the app, Adam Houston is really great with yeah. using his app. And yep. 
I only know that because he posts his, he's, he posts his results. Like when he's unproved in something, mm-hmm. he has like four logs of that previous time or yep. whatever it was, you yep. know, of that workout. Um, and he's, he's really good about that. Yeah, so in the, the the apps make it really easy to log it, especially like we said with the named workouts. Yeah, you know if you if you have the name in there, you can always search back for the last time we did it. Right. So it makes it it makes it super easy. And you can <clears throat> sync up our gym right to that. I, I know for my watt especially yep. that um, so you don't have to actually write out the whole workout. It's just synced up to our website, and it will input um, the workout. Yep that you did that you completed yeah and the, there's a few other ones um like beyond the whiteboard yep. i know some people use sugar wad is another one there's yep. a there's a whole bunch of apps out there that you can use um the other way is uh some people will just take a picture of the whiteboard yeah um so you can you know you can take a picture that has because we usually have the date up there the workout and like you get your time in there so you kind of have all the information yeah. jackie um, myers was really good about that yeah every yeah. single day yep. a lot of people do that actually yeah. and and that that also kind of keeps it chronological you know yeah. for the most part it's a little bit harder to search back through all your pictures but um but if you you know you have that record so you can right. always go back to it yeah um all right so next um we talked about scaling so yep. i guess um question of should so should everyone log the results yeah what do you think? Well, it depends, right? If we were chatting about this, if you're if you're coming in here just to get a workout in and this is kind of your time to tune everything out, you just want to get your heart rate up, right, and get out of here and it's not really a priority, that's fine, right? Yeah. But, I mean, you're still, if you're not logging, right, you're not going to typically see those results, right? How do you know if you are improving? Yeah. So I think I think most people that come in here are at least somewhat driven by seeing that progress. Yeah. I mean, like, who, like, who doesn't want to see that? Right. right. So um, <clears throat> it just tracking just gives you another mechanism to be able to record that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, if it's not your priority and you're just looking to get, you know, the best hour of your day and you just want to sweat and get out of here, you know it's not required right yeah <laughs> um so but having said that like it's it's a good practice it's a, it's, i think yeah i think everyone beneficial. should at least the kind of the major benchmark wads i think is a good idea to, right. to put to put into some sort of tracking mechanism yeah yeah um all right so last topic we had yes so the downside of the whiteboard right because there is yes <laughs> um so having all the scores recorded on the whiteboard mm-hmm. it does tend to drive the competition aspect a little bit right which isn't doesn't have to be a bad thing doesn't have to be right but it can be yes so <laughs> and in the sense that like you know coming in and seeing um you know someone's put up a really good score earlier in the day and maybe that pushes you to to, to try and beat that score right mm-hmm. and it push, pushes you to to get to that point which is great, right? But you're you're limiting your upside because you're only going to be as good as the previous scores that have been logged, right? Right. So if you're doing that every single day, then you're you're just limiting how much better that you can be. Exactly. Um, and the, the so I'm gonna I'm gonna use Quinn as an example. Okay. Okay. So he's he's a perfect example of this. Mm-hmm. And and I love you, Quinn, but I but I gotta call you out on this. 
So And we we call you out every time about this. Every time we see you. So, so. his his double unders. Yeah. Right? He refuses to do double yeah. unders in a workout. Yeah. And Monday's workout, perfect example. It was the dirty thirty. There was thirty double unders at the end of the workout. Perfect example for him to try and work double unders into a workout. Mm-hmm. Small number, right? He can get them done, he can do them as singles. Mm-hmm. But he is so driven by wanting to put a, up a really good score on the whiteboard mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to do that. Right. So he'll do the singles because it's faster. Yeah. Right. And so he'll do the singles, get a faster time, and that's what drives him. But like, you need to be able to take a step back from that and work on those double unders. Otherwise, you're just never going to get them. And he's Quinn. You are a very good athlete. Ex- excellent athlete. <laughs> you're a very good athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a few holes that he needs to work on. We can improve. Yeah. We can become yeah. a better athlete. Now, on the on the reverse side, yeah. so Keith is a great example of this, yeah. right? Um, so Keith will, he knows certain days, like he's going to compete. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain days where he's going to take a step back and work on the movement. Right. So we did a workout a couple Saturdays ago that was a mile run. And then it was 10 rounds of seven thrusters, seven pull-ups, seven burpees. Mm-hmm. And Keith is working on... Um, butterfly pull-ups right right so he goes out on the mile run and prs is mile mm-hmm. right so he's like i don't remember what it is it was like like low six or, or sub six yeah and which he has since pr'd uh, PR'd again, again. Yes. yeah <laughs> and but then he but then he gets time capped in the workout right because he spent the time to work on his um butterfly pull-ups yeah. right so Practicing. his concern was yeah. not you know blasting through all of the movements it was to take the time to use that workout to really practice his his butterfly because he knows that in the long run being able to do those butterfly pull-ups is going to make him a better athlete exactly and and this goes back to a topic that we have talked about before and it's that that practice training versus competition days and you need to include all of those to improve all of those skills right and yeah it's healthy competition is fun and it's a little bit it's it's good it's exciting but it can't it shouldn't be something that's done every single day like exactly. you're saying exactly yeah. yep um so i'm gonna i'm gonna put out a uh, a challenge to quinn oh boy and I, I hope he's listening to this i hope he does listen to this <laughs> i'm gonna tell him to, to yeah. listen to it but so i and, and this isn't just for quinn okay so anyone right. who is very whiteboard driven yeah. right and tends to look at the, the the first thing they do look at the whiteboard to to see what the top scores are mm-hmm. take one or two days out of the week and don't look at the whiteboard come in here do the do the workout do not even look at the whiteboard and just like either do your best or pick something that you want to practice on and don't worry about what your time yeah. is but try and do that one or two days a week and i think over time you'll see that that will that will help you in the long run for sure yeah cool You can do it, Quinn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So hopefully that was helpful to everyone. I I don't think I had anything else. Do you want to add? I don't think so. Um, So let's let's wrap it up here. All right. And we'll We'll, be back in two weeks. Two weeks. We're 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 back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We will see you in two weeks. Inga's Nation.